This is the Mickey Miles and More podcast. Your one stop for information on Disney races, Disney vacations, Disney theme parks, and more. Now, here are your hosts for the Mickey Miles and More podcast Michelle Scribner McLean, Chris Eliopoulos, and Mike Scopa. Welcome home, Milers, and welcome back to another episode of Mickey Miles and More, a podcast where three friends talk about the Disney parks, the Disney races, and whatever else they feel like talking about. I'm Chris Eliopoulos, and with me, as always, is Dr. S, Dr. Michelle Scribner, McLean. What's up, Doc? Well, Chris, 8 mm-hmm. to 12 inches of snow coming to New Hampshire. That uh, I'm not happy. They already called up our school. Not, not that I'm going in anyway, but... Yikes. That damn groundhog. In yeah. Somebody mm-hmm. just shoot that thing and let us have our get rid of our winter. <laughs> I mean, enough already. I just can't. Or at least slap them. Maybe not shoot them. Yeah, I know. We've got yeah. like, we, I think we're supposed to be getting like six inches or so as well. So. Oh, really? Yeah. It just, yeah. it doesn't end. Just. It will let... end. It will end. And then next week it'll be 60. But I won't be here. I'll be in Walt Disney World. So. There you go. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. I, um. We got the notice that we were going to get like six inches of snow. And then I got a notification from my pool company asking when I want to open my pool. <laughs> like, really? That yeah, was not the time. So, but speaking of uh, snow on the front, our good friend, <laughs> the Dean of Disney, Mike Scopa. How well, you, you doing? Guys, you guys are complaining about snow. When I was a little kid, I used to <laughs> walk three go miles to school, and- <laughs> three miles and four feet of snow uphill, uphill both ways. Yeah. So, this is. A piece of cake. Yeah, I know. Everybody always talks like that, right? Everybody, oh, I remember when I was little, I had to, you know. I still remember the snow days. Now they just make you, you know, the kids go a virtual, you know, you have virtual days. Yeah. Yeah. So. And professors. <laughs> hey, Mike, did you have like a trivia question or something for us today? Oh, my God. Does he have a trivia question? Well, okay. We, we All have day a, long. We have a number of topics. And before we get to the big topic we're going to talk about today yeah. when when you introduce that topic chris we'll start that topic off oh with the trivia with, some, with a trivia question oh because it's okay. related to that topic all right all right so then in the meantime i think we're just gonna what what did you call you, you had a great what did you call this up front a little mouse bites mouse bites. mouse bites is that is that a, a phrase you you coined yep just, i like it I just a little mouse out, bites yeah. up front mouse right. bites so we call it cheese bites but mouse bites yeah. i like mouse bites that works this is what I'm airing. Get it? I'll see. Oh, boy. He's trying. He's trying hard already. Well, I will say uh, that the uh, you had sent me, before we even get started, I don't know if this is going to play into it, but you guys sent me, somebody was complaining about the cost of uh, hotel. Michelle, you, you sent me that the Art of Animation Resort a night was $613. Yes, I did. Yeah. I don't, is that a tweet, Michelle? You remember um gosh i don't you're gonna ask me this this was that was like five days ago yeah uh yeah six hundred dollars a night um it was just wow. a, a post i saw on some disney disney forum that, that i belong to but and i don't it, it, are they aren't they all sweets at art of animation it's a value though right no it's a value it's a value but it's a like family sweets I I don't think there are because there were several buildings. Well, regardless, like yeah. you and I visited a, a suite once. How how did we do that? I don't remember. We visited during a Moss Fest, I think. Yeah. Okay. We visited a suite and it was fine. Yeah. It wasn't worth six hundred dollars a night. Well, that was it's like a, ten years ago. Yeah, so, it's not so. as big as a one-bedroom so. DVC. 
um, or even a place that you could find for probably $120 a night all around Orlando. But it was, yeah. you know, it was fine. Not $600 a night. For me, well, I'm going to the Four Seasons or, you know. Yeah. Well, that was the like thing that. is like, I, I, did I mention it on the show or did I just mention it to you in person or, or offline that uh, we were looking to do book like a maybe a quick four day weekend down there. We looked at Yacht Club and it was $900 a night, which is absolutely insane. Like I, I, I can't in good conscience spend nine hundred dollars. And like, so even the, if you're going to Venice, you'd probably yeah. I would blink at nine hundred dollars in that. I would think, okay, yeah. I'm gonna be staying in the same hotel as George Clooney. Maybe it's worth it. But, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know. But I, I, I'm sorry, I love yacht club, but no, thank you. <laughs> I, I know it's not look, even a suite, right? It's just a hotel room. It's literally just a regular yeah. room. Um, I, I think it might be on the what is it, the club level or whatever that is. The uh, I think that was the only thing concierge, there, yeah. concierge level, but still, oosh. I mean, I remember I was getting a little freaked that yacht was going up to like, you know, $600 there for a while, you know, on certain days. And, and I was like, wow, this is crazy. But so, um, but even, um, like the value resorts, weren't you telling me, Mike, that it was really getting close to like $300 a night? Um, uh, the, the, the moderates were, um, looking to be, Averaging around three hundred a night. I thought you had told me Art of, I mean, um, All Star. The All Star is, I think, around two fifty, maybe. I'm not sure. Mm. Again, it depends upon the way that they price. The rack rates are crazy because it depends upon time of year. It depends upon day of the week. Um, The same thing with with the ticket prices now. It's not a straight. Oh, we need to talk about ticket prices. It's not yeah. a straight um, so much every night. It's, oh, when are you going? You're going in yeah. this month? But it, but it was always, there, there were always seasons. But I blame Uber because Uber, I think, started the surge pricing, right? Yeah. The gig culture is now like yeah. over to the thing. So It's raining. You're in Manhattan. Yeah. The price is going to go up for your Uber. Right. So what time of day? Same. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've always changed. Like, in, like if you go for the weekends, the prices go up for the hotel rooms and Friday and Saturday nights. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, um, all right. So, Mike, so give us some mouse bites, uh, some info. I know this weekend uh, is the Princess Marathon, right? Yeah, and uh, it looks like um, Disney is making a comeback. All the races or all the events are sold out. The, mm-hmm. They have added a yoga event, which Woo-hoo. I'm sure Michelle would love. For $95, though. $95. <laughs> and it's in front of the castle, right? You get to yeah. like. Oh, yeah. Okay. So it's, okay. it's just, yeah. So, and the 5K, the 10K, the half marathon, the combo of the 10K and the princess half now called the Disney Fairy Tale Challenge. And the virtual races. Well, I don't know about the virtual races being sold out, but every other race is being sold at out and for those runners out there who have run in the past and who have not been running, you'd be interested to know that. So the 5K is $95, the 10K is $135, the half is $220. If you want to do the challenge, it's $355. And the virtual races range from $75 to $232. And I really don't know much about the virtual races. Well, it's basically just, you know, scouts honor. I ran the race. Give me my medal. You know, you're basically paying the medals, but 
it's interesting. I, I, it's going to be interesting to see what the finishing numbers are. Like if they're sold out, how many people actually ran? See, see yeah. if they're opening it up more or if it just is just a smaller yeah. run. So um, I also saw that there was some news on the Genie Plus. Yeah, and this is something I think Michelle's going to be happy about. So starting on the 25th, which is... Uh, like is today right as this corner, comes out? Today, um, and from the 25th through August 7th, um, there will be a, um, a change with the Genie Plus. Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, Frozen Ever After, and Space Mountain will be included in the Genie Plus service and will not, and I repeat, I will, they will not be included as the as an individual lightning lane selection, which which means that only uh, Ratatouille, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, Rise of the Resistance, and Flight of Passage will be the only ones available as individual lightning lane purchases. Hmm. Um, now, to me, that's a flag that says... Um, something is not working as expected and so they decided to tweak the disney genie plus and it has something to do with probably um something to do with uh, probably lines queue lines and and virtual queues uh i noticed that the um the changes are in two different theme parks uh right. studios and Magic Kingdom. So, so we'll see what what happens with that. Unless it's because they they well they added Space Mountain back uh, onto the individual during the holidays, maybe because of higher numbers. I mean, I remember the those the the lines were really long for Space Mountain. Yeah, um, I think I think we're always going to see this, Chris. I I remember when Disney when Genie Plus first came uh, on board, and I remember. I remember um, seeing that uh, that they we were told that there there would be changes, seasonal changes, and and things like that based on an anticipated crowds and and other things. So this will not be the first or the last time we see anything like this. But um, and I think that may it may have something to do with um, Flower and Garden opening up next mm. week. Right. Uh, may have something to do with spring break too. So. Interesting, but I think it's a good. I think it's nice to see something like that. I think Michelle happy about that. Are you? I'd actually rather pay for Mickey and Minnie's. <laughs> I yeah. want to go on that. Yeah. yeah. Well, it'll be interesting to see if uh, that means. It'll be interesting to see the Genie Plus lines. See how long they are. Mm -hmm. But that's no. uh, that was that was only announced like a. That was announced a few hours before we started to record. So that was. Um, that was interesting. Another thing that's happening, Chris, so moving along in um, moving along in um, linear faction on March 9th, we're going to see the return of the the fantasy festival, the fantasy parade. I forget what it's called, the daytime parade in the Magic Kingdom. So that's going to return early March, which means crowds of people watching a parade in the magic kingdom which right. means no social distancing and we all know that the masks are no longer required so right. so i will go back and mention the fact that uh giving the opposed view on the uh, lightning lane and the genie pluses i have a friend of mine who recently went down and 
Um, financially, she does very well. And so when she goes down, she only goes for a few days. And on those days, she, the first day that she gets there, she does a VIP tour every single time. And so she could, and for the only reason is just she wants to um, barrel through the parks, get on the rides that she wants to go on and be done with it. And then um, you know, the rest of the days, she'll just kind of hang out and do the rides that she wants to go on. Uh, she was absolutely, gave, she gave me a report this week that she was just absolutely in heaven with the Genie Plus system and the Lightning Lane. She felt like with this system, she no longer had to play, pay for a VIP tour. So this is going to save her a lot of money. Um, for the rest of us, it would cost more to get onto these things. But um, she actually found the system to be a much better value for her. So, I mean... I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that this is sort of like we were talking about, like financially, that's what, who Disney wants, the people who can spend the money. So um, as, as somebody on the show likes to say, just throw money at the problem. Uh, she threw money at the problem and she was extremely happy with it. So for some people, I think this is, you know, it might be a, a good thing to, for them. So, but, so Mike, so you mentioned the, uh, the flower and garden festival. Yeah, that's going to run for 125 days this year, Chris. That's wow. amazing. It's going to start early March, March 2nd, I think, mm -hmm. and uh, all the way through July 4th. Oh. Um, it's, and then so probably start food days. and wine right after it, like the day after, right? Uh, food and wine last year, I believe, started mid-July, I thought. So I, I don't know offhand what the food and wine dates are, but... Um, that's uh, something that's starting on March 2nd. The other interesting thing I found by accident, because it was a leak, Oops. was that the Guardians of the Galaxy Rewind roller coaster attraction in Epcot, that is where Ellen's Universe of Energy was, it's pretty much running right now. They're testing it right now. And uh, one of the Disney executives, by accident, sent out a tweet and said, hey, we're going to open up on Memorial Day weekend. So, wasn't that an Imagineer? It what was the it? chief was like corporate a... officer who reports to Bob Chapek. I think his name is Jeff Morrow or Merrill or whatever. But, anyways, the tweet was taken down like within 10 minutes. And, but, it, you know, word gets around. So, folks, yeah. get ready for Guardians of the Galaxy on Memorial Day weekend. My guess is that in May, Chris, you're going to see cast member previews and probably some soft openings for annual pass holders in May. So if anybody's going down in May and spending $900 on a room <laughs> at the Yacht Club, they can uh, look forward to Guardians of the Galaxy. So that was uh, um, that was another thing. And, and today I heard from someone and I checked with some other quote experts uh, about this. And apparently there is an issue with Android phones and my Disney experience. The issue is incompatibility. There are problems. Uh, I have one friend told me that she uh, went to my Disney experience and all her plans were not there. And uh, she also tried to download um, the app and it wasn't in Google. Google, Google Play. Yeah, Google Play. So, Google. so they're having problems. I checked with someone else who's very much into all this stuff down there. And he said, yes, there's, there's a big issue. So um, if you have an Android phone, you know, keep your fingers crossed that you, you're not going to have any problems. And basically that's all the, the mouse bites for this week, Chris. All right. So basically the main gist of this episode is going to be talking about D23. 
Disney Springs. So, Mike, you said you had a bit of trivia for us. Yeah. So you and Michelle, I, I, I want you to this is amazing. It's, a, it's an amazing thing that I found out. So let's assume that you are arriving in Walt Disney World on February 26th. OK. And you have decided that between February 26th and whatever, you're going to have every single meal in Disney Springs. Okay. Now, let's assume that every day you're going to have three meals a day at Disney Springs. However, you're going to eat at only one, you're going to eat at every eating establishment once. The eating establishment could be, you know, uh, a Giardelli's ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> it should be Blaze Pizza, whatever. But so every day you have three meals at Disney, at Disney Springs. You will mm -hmm. never repeat a visit. How long will it take you to make to visit every every part, every uh, restaurant down, every eatery down there? And what will be the date that you finish? So does visit? that include like little places like the poutine place and the everything? Okay, Starbucks. Every yep. So when you say meals, like we just eat in one restaurant per day. Well, no, no. You, you're going to eat at three eating establishments. I mean, even if you, what's that? Sprinkles, Michelle, is that sprinkles, the name? Yeah. You could go okay. to Sprinkles for lunch. You're going to go to Giardelli's for, for dinner. Right. But you're visiting three eating locations in Disney in uh, Disney Springs every day starting on the 26th of February. Hmm. What date, on what date will you be able to say, I have eaten at every establishment in Disney Springs I am done. Is this like the price is right? Like we have to get closest. So if Chris says something, I can sure. bet a dollar. Yeah. So tell me the date that you would be finished at uh, Disney Springs eateries. I Those of you at home playing along? I know, right? Uh, September 30th. I would say. September 30th. I would say March, I'm, I'm, March 26th. So you're saying that it, we're, we're starting February 26th? I would say March 26th. The answer is on March 20th. You oh, would be you done because there are, are you ready for this? It would mm -hmm. take you 21 days to eat once at each of the ready 64 mm. eating locations. I thought there were 90. In, so no, there's 64, <laughs> but that's, that's amazing. And you know, that's a, you know, cause I was, I was reading to, and I was like, wait a minute, how many of these things are here? And it's, they have just from downtown Disney to Disney Springs, they have just, exploded with yeah. um uh all kinds of uh options for guests and that's probably why a lot of people go down there you know that's one of the reasons why they go down to disney Springs. so i thought that would be a good yeah. little funny little thing to bring up well it's interesting um because we tend to go down there for our for some certain meals as well um i don't know what michelle what's your favorite place to go eat there uh, Splitsville, hands down. Hmm. Splitsville every really? time. Yeah. WBG. WBG. Wine Bar George. Oh, Wine Bar George is. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. No, I think I would say Splitsville before Wine. Wine Bar George would be second, and then hmm. third. You didn't ask me, but third would be Sprinkles. <laughs> <laughs> I love Sprinkles. Yeah, Mike. What do you? Where Where are you going? Oh my God. You know, it depends upon my mood, but I think that 
um, the thing about Splitsville is that you really can't be disappointed. They just are, it's, it's, a, it's a, a very unique restaurant because sushi, pizza, hamburgers, sandwiches, mm -hmm. seafood, salads, drinks, drinks. Uh, they just have live entertainment, live entertainment inside, they do? outside, yeah, live oh, yeah, entertainment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, inside, outside bowling, reasonably priced and, um, you know, you, you just can't go wrong. If 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 I have and I have recommended to young families where to go for for uh, lunch or dinner at Splitsville, I, I tell them to go to uh, uh, Disney Springs. I tell them to go to Splitsville because if you have three, four children, there's going to be something for everyone. Jimmy wants a pizza. Billy wants a hamburger. Mary wants a salad. Yeah. Plus, the service is excellent there, yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've never had a bad time there. Um, it's been, I, I, yeah, I put it up there towards the top. Um, we also like the boathouse. Um, no, Michelle says no to that one. Uh, well, I'm going to, I'm going to downvote it because of the vegetarian stuff. If we're, if we're excluding the little bar that's out on the water, which I very much like, um, no, Mike can talk about it, but it's it's really it's not great for vegetarians at no. all. Uh, very overpriced. I've gotten things that I can like take the meat out and sort of make it like a you know like a club sandwich without any meat. But hmm. uh, no, not for me. It's hard to get a reservation. Very loud. Yeah. I don't think the service is great. I think it's personally. I think it's tremendously overrated. Sorry, Chris. <laughs> no, look. But I love I love the little bar. That's, that's a fun place to meet friends. Right. I think Mike's opinion has shifted. He it used to be like super high on this. I think one of the things that I have learned over the years is that you always take a look at uh, a restaurant and say, "This is how I feel about it from my last visit," and there are many many restaurants down there of which I've had. Um, you know, high praise for early on, and then somewhere along the line they slipped, and also the other way around. So, yeah. with the boathouse, um, the last visit, yeah, just service was not what I expected. The quality of the food was not what I expected. Um, and I know it's popular. I know it's one of the most successful restaurants in the country, um, but for some reason it just kind of fell short on on my last mm -hmm. visit uh and you know it's not the only one down there i think that uh, terra terralina craft crusted um that that has fallen a little bit from grace um i think that raglan road pretty much has maintained its level of uh, uh quality um mm -hmm. We didn't so, ask Chris though. What was we yeah. we, we came down to no, no. his first choice? Sorry, Chris. No, What's no, your I second I, and third choice. Uh, I will say it's a new one for me. Uh, the Everglades Donuts place. Have you ever been there? Oh my god, you have to try that one. Oh, they yeah, make these donuts I, the size of your head. Yeah, no, haven't tried it. Walked by it, but oh my god, it. it's kind of like voodoo donuts. Yeah, it's huge. Mm -hmm. Um, the one, uh, the one it's I love, right, which right next to Splitsville. Yeah, right, right around the corner from the theater AMC. Yeah, the next to the theater and stuff like that. Um, the the bacon and uh, maple syrup. I know. I, that's why I said Michelle was gonna not like that. 
But, uh, oh my God, that's so good. Um, I love that place. Um, we don't do a lot. You know what was interesting? Um, we found on this trip, um, because we were so annoyed with all the crowds in the parks, we spent more time down at uh, Disney Springs this time. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like, uh, who, who was it? Michelle, Mike, you say it's a, a fifth gate? Like it feels Michelle like it's a... the first person that I heard coin it. It's, a, it's the fifth gate. It it does have, it's got 103 shops. It's got 64 dining experiences. And there are 25, quote, attractions, shows, and events mm-hmm. that you can play you know, like um, Cirque du Soleil. Yeah, yeah it's just um, like when you can't figure out what to do next, it's nice to go there. Right. And I uh, love the garage. I'm a big, I know you don't park your car there, but mm-hmm. the smart garage I think is still very, very cool. Um, so Chris, do you know what that is? No. Where it, it, you, so when you drive in, there's a sign that tells you the different levels of each garage and how many parking spaces. Mm-hmm. And then, so it'll say level four, 104 spaces. So you oh, know right, where to go. Right. And then um, you go up there and you look down the rows and the, there are green lights where the parking spaces are available. Oh. So you don't have to waste your time going down a row. You see where there's a green light because when a car goes in, the green light turns off. Neat. So yeah, it's really cool. And then the way that they have it when you go out is that I, I can't explain how it's configured, but you're not interacting with people who are coming in. You're going right out into the, you know, whatever direction, but you're going like straight down the ramp and, and out. Anyway, um, I think one of the things that um, that I learned about Disney Springs this summer, and I, I mean, I'm a, I'm a big, big fan, but there are places that definitely went up in my estimation and places that went down. So um, Mike talked about the boathouse. I feel the same way. A place that went up in my estimation was House of Blues. Oh. So House of Blues, um, let me just say two words, street corn. Oh, my God. So good. <laughs> so, so good. I've been there before for the gospel brunch. They don't have it, but we did go with some friends. To They had a, a bluesy type of brunch experience. Uh, great drinks. We went another time and just sat outside for with some great musicians, and you can just get a drink. Um, just really casual. I like it because it's down the end, so you're kind of off the beaten path. But that definitely went up. Would you hmm. agree, Michael? I agree. I, th- I think uh, that was one. There was another one that we discovered at the end of the trip. It's uh, the Wolfgang Puck. The, oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah like, why have we yeah. never been here before? Well, it, it's yeah. like you walk by it, and it's very plain looking it's yeah. right across for those who are familiar with disney springs it's right across from the chicken man and uh, planet, planet hollywood. hollywood yeah and uh it was that was our uh, last meal and it was very very good oh i mean it goodness. wasn't a lot it wasn't too much it wasn't too little it's just right it was goldilocks it was uh very good quality um it and, reminded me like a, of a jico like the wine was amazing the salad was amazing we had to be a pizza. I can't remember, but I forget what I I'm like. Oh my gosh! Why didn't we come here? But a place that went down in my estimation was City Works. Is that what it's called? Well, we that was the first. That's first. Had, yeah, yeah, it'll be a while <laughs> before yeah. I go back there. It's, 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 but that's that only is, down at the end, right? It's right across from. Yeah, it's, it's across from House of Blues. Right. Did, did you go there, Chris? I haven't. I think the only the only places I've gone there to eat, it's been Splitsville. Um, Wine by George, is that what the name of it? 
Wine Bar George. Wine Bar George. Um, oh, God, what's the name of it? Uh, right across the way. Um, why did I just blank Jack on Jack Lindsay's. Name? Jack Lindsay's. And then Splitsville Boathouse. Can I ask a silly question? What is it with that chicken guy? Have you been there? Have you tried it? Me? Any, no. well, not you, but no, Mike. Always a line there. Always. Yeah. What What I is don't. so special about it? I don't know, Chris. If I was to pick a place to go have chicken, it would be homecoming, because they have uh, they have special fried chicken that's uh, got the buttermilk coating. But the chicken guy is very very popular. Every time I have been in Disney Springs, there's a line of people hmm. waiting to get it. I don't know what it is. They must be putting something in there that's good. I'm almost willing to just stop at Chicken Guy and get online and say, like, what is everybody here for? And give me it. Just because every time you go by, there's always a super long line. Um, uh, yeah. Another place um, I think that's really good is. Um, oh, I just blanked out. Uh, Holio. Holio. Yeah. That, that was it's it's not cheap. Um, mm -hmm. Great, great wine. Great sort of tapas. I thought the sometimes what's kind of fun is that, you know, if it's different types of food, the knowledge of the server about the different things that you're having is really yeah. interesting. I love to learn about that stuff. But yeah, I thought Holly was good. I wouldn't go frequently because I thought it was very, very expensive. But hmm. I mean, and they have and they have actually store stores like places you go. We used to we used to go to Splitsville. We go there for lunch. And then go right next door to that runner's superstore. Mm -hmm. But they've moved it now. It's over in that area that's got the overhang um, by the Uggs and the Johnston and Murphy chicken. stores. It's, it's, right it's actually just right by the chicken guy. Um, and so when you're going for races, if you've forgotten something at home, like they've got everything there for you. Like if you don't go to the expo, you can go to this place and. Um, we've done that on days, you know, where, we, where there wasn't a race and we've gone and we're like, oh man, we forgot socks, you know, yep, running socks. I've we done can, that too. You go pick it up. Um, so it's great. I mean, so do you do any regular shopping while you're there or is it really just. Oh, about spend so much money in Uni Uniqlo, <laughs> Uniqlo or whatever, however you say it, the Japanese store. <gasps> oh, oh, that's so right. So much money there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They always have great stuff. They They actually, when we went this time, they had the top floor closed, I think, maybe for what's going on, I guess, oh. with COVID and stuff. They had only the f the bottom level open, which was interesting. So, but yeah, yeah. we love that place. Where else? I don't, I like to walk through the Disney store. I, I'm not a, like a Disney tchotchke clothes person, so right. I don't usually buy, but I like the, the vibe in there. Mm -hmm. um, I don't. Buy I mean, stuff in there. I mean, I check out the Star Wars store. There's like actually two Star Wars stores, uh, a Marvel store. Yep. They you have go a to the soccer, soccer store. Mike, yeah. You go to the soccer store. Oh, yeah. Um, what else do they have over there? Uh, well, the Sunglass Hut has the special Mickey Wayfarers. Oh, there you go. And then they have. What? They have the Love Pop. They have store. a Love Pop store. Yeah. I, I will say the only company. thing I don't like when you go by that area is the the cigar shop. You always get the reek of cigars as you go on by. Yeah. So. yeah. There's a ganacherie, which is kind of cool. Mm. And during the summer, they had like a special DVC ganacherie. And of course, the one that is has the longest lines 
is Gideon's Bakehouse. Did you end up going, Chris? I can't remember. The lines were so long, we just didn't bother to do it just because it was time consuming and we had other things to do and places to go. But I took, I think I sent you pictures, right? Or I sent you a picture of the line while we were at Wine Bar George. So I, I you know, you, you sent me pictures of like the things you could get there. You have to. It's um, called food porn. Yeah, you have to. Yeah. Uh, if you're at Disney Springs early, you go up and you put yourself in the queue, and they'll say, "Okay, you you come back later." Yeah. And, um, it's like you're getting into an exclusive night nightclub. Yeah. Then you get into the line of the people who have been accepted in, and then you, it's like, "Welcome to this experience." <laughs> it's very Harry Potter like when you get in there. Or right. or Adam's family. By Adam's family, mm -hmm. and uh, you. You're lucky if you walk out of there spending less than $50 mm. because there's just amazing, amazing things in there and you only live once. That's and interesting. I got. I definitely should try it at some point. So wait, so explain to me what the move is. Like you have to go up to the door and get... In the virtual queue. In the virtual queue. And then they tell you uh, when to what come to back. For us, it was four hours. Oof. So in we planned it so that we had a movie in between. So then we walked down to AMC, which I, I, we go to AMC a lot down there. Mm -hmm. We're on the AMC A list. So we get the movies for, you know, quote unquote free. It's part of our monthly membership. So that's really cool. But then came back. So it, the timing worked out for us, hmm. but, yeah. uh, and then you go in and it's just like an, another queue and a, a little experience and you're looking around and it's, it's themed really well. And, um, when they make a certain amount of things and when they're gone they're gone you don't get any more hmm. um but yeah, peanut yeah. butter cake was amazing peanut butter chocolate chip cookies were amazing peanut butter coffee was amazing i drank it for three days i just kept on putting it wow. in the refrigerator okay um super expensive but i have to say once i got it we got in there they did not rush you it didn't no. feel like the I, I kept on saying, oh, oh, I don't know what I want. I'm, I'm sorry. And the guy was like, you waited all this time. You take your time and yeah. ask me any question that you want. So they were really, really helpful and nice. Oh, that's good. At least that guy. And as you snake through the inside, you walk by this case. That's it, it's not one of these uh, cases where it's from you know, your ankles to your chest. It's it's um, chest high and it's glass and it has all the offerings for the day hmm. be it cake be it donuts however as michelle said if you happen to be in the queue that says come back at five o'clock they may be out of the key lime pie cake or the mm. i didn't realize they had donuts i didn't see donuts maybe oh, it's cookies. too late i'm sorry they were they're yeah. cookies oh my god they're cookies yeah they're cookies like you could so have big. one fourth of it a day they were done they were so big they were, yeah I, they were I, huge I, uh, huge 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 another place that has great atmosphere chris have you ever been to marimoto i want to I, uh, part of my problem is my family doesn't eat anything like they they have no come with us I, well, that's why I, I, I was telling my friend, I said, next time I should just go down with you because she was like, oh, there's all these wonderful restaurants. We should like I and I'm like, my family doesn't go to anything like if they don't have chicken nuggets or plain pasta oh. or a burger, they're not going for it. And so I get stuck like I one time made an, a, a reservation for uh, Raglan Road 
and I was so excited to go because I just wanted to like sort of experience the ambiance and and the food. The dancing. We and this is before like you, you could just like cancel. You didn't need to cancel. You could just go up and just that was it. It was done, um, and not go in. Uh, and so we went to the let's look at the menu outside, and they just all went nope. I was like, ah, oh. the one thing oh. I was looking for forward to on that trip was going to Raglan Road, and I couldn't even go into it. They so. couldn't suck it up for you. You know what? They do that all the time, but it's that guilt trip. It's like, if you want to go in, we'll just sit and have like French fries. And it's like, well, we're having dinner. You know, I want you to eat. So mm. have you ever done like any of the, the, the tchotchke, one, the, like like Rainforest Cafe or the dinosaur, the T-Rex we, thing? We had a Rainforest Cafe just like 25 minutes south of us for many, mm. many years. So that was never a big deal right. here. Um. Dinosaur once. T Rex, whatever it's called. T Rex, yeah. That was funny. Once, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. we did when the kids were younger. We did each one once. Right, right. But Another was, place that has great uh, atmosphere is the Edison. And that's the first place I ever had an impossible burger. Hmm. And also, great drinks, really cool atmosphere in there. It's, I, I don't know how to describe it. It's like got old time black and white movies that they project on the wall. It's, Oh. As a like a big timepiece, it's it's really interesting. Would you say, Mike, that you like it? Yeah, I think it's it's a nice quiet place. It's like uh, you're almost walking into a, a time warp kind of a thing mm -hmm. with all these turn of the century, like the early twentieth century uh, inventions and everything. Like you said, there's an old time movie, and it's I it's a great place to get out of the sun. And um, always seems to. Be reservations available. Yeah. I remember you sent back. You wanted to send back the Impossible Burger. This isn't. Yeah, this yeah. They. This is I, me. I ordered the Impossible Burger and I took a bite and I said, "Oh my God, I'm just eating beef. I haven't had beef for 28 years." And um, I said, "Please, you know, check this out." And they brought out like a little flyer and they said, "No, this is you actually an Impossible the Burger." Yeah, the it was right when they first started. Right. So I said, Are you, I don't like I was just saying, like, I don't believe it. <laughs> I don't believe this is, is not beef. So anyway, but it's a great atmosphere in there. I'll tell you a place, another overrated place, I think, is Jock Lindsay's. I think mm -hmm. that place is uh, very overrated for the over the top specialty drinks that they have there. Mm -hmm. Super, super expensive. If you go in and they have a I think a hidden gem is the little sidebar that they have. And I think we went just before a dinner once, just to have a, we got there early, just to have a drink. That was a nice place, but you can just see that they, the, the bartender has like a gallon of all these different specialty drinks that they charge $15 for or $20 for. And yeah. personally, I don't like sweet drinks. So everything on the list is like super, super sweet. Yeah. Um, so uh, I don't I don't want to have. Sweet. But it is it is Indiana Jones themed. So if you're Indiana Jones fan, like they they actually have hidden things in there. Like I don't want to give anything away, but uh, you can probably find it online. But like there's, I mean, there's a reference to R two D two, and there's uh, the staff of Ra. So R two D two and Indiana Jones. No, but it's a part of the. I mean, actually, George, it is. George it, Lucas. I will say though, the, the so in the movie when they're in. Um, in the pit, like, uh, you know, the snake area, you know, with all the snakes and stuff, 
the hieroglyphics on there, one of them is R2-D2 and C-3PO hidden in the hieroglyphics. So if you look closely, you pause your movie, uh, it's hidden in there. So actually, yes, R2-D2 is in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Wow. You know that's my favorite movie, right? And you didn't know this trivia? No, I didn't. Now I have to wow. watch it again for the yep. 50th time. Um, but so you can go in there and sort of uh, find some of the little hidden things. If you ask your waiter or waitress, they'll probably guide you in the general vicinity of what to look for. But you can also look at it online. But across the way, though, I will say, so uh, my wife and I have taken to really enjoying doing uh, wine and cheese things, like just going around and enjoying a quiet time at a, at a bar or restaurant and having a cheese plate and some wine. Uh, you recommended uh, Wine Bar George uh, instead of Jock Lindsay's the previous time that I went. And we went to Jock's anyway. And then this time my wife and I went and we had like that super large cheese board at Wine Bar George. Uh, and it was great. It was so phenomenal. Uh, we enjoyed ourselves. We got to overlook uh, the Gideon's Bakehouse and take pictures and show you the line. Um, yeah, but- it's it's cool because... You can taste a lot of different wines if you like wine, but George, the actual George, is often there. He, oh. he walks around. He'll come and, and check on you. He's done that a few times. We had a phenomenal brunch there with some of the best brunch food I, I think I've ever had um, hmm. with our friends Deb and Linda. Um, really, wouldn't you say, Mike, it was really good? was, um, you know, I, I've always thought that the quality of the food there was good, but I really was surprised as how good it was because you'd say wine by george okay they're good with cheese they're good with wine but they were good with uh the brunch mm. Very good. yeah you know a place that i've never been that i haven't heard great reviews about it's not surprising i've never been there but have you guys heard reviews about stk no so that's uh, is that what steak, is that right by the bridge steakhouse. yes it's yes. a steakhouse okay. i think what well, you know I've, well, I know no but I I haven't I mean there may be something I'm sure there's always something there that I could get but mm. I have not heard one out of our friends and colleagues or heard one I positive review of, yeah. of that place nobody has said to me you have to go there I, I don't know how well it's doing every time we pass by and I don't know if they're open for lunch but mm. I don't see a lot of people lining up mm. like they do for Raglan Road there's always a line for Raglan Road um, I will say I want to I want to hear your review when you if you when you go down there because um, I found when I went there in January um, everything seemed a little bit cut down or pared down in every place that you went to um, like even sprinkles like they didn't have everything laid out they just sort of had the signs and then you would yes, order and they would, yeah, right. like it was it was a very kind of mm. I'm, I'm hoping they're going to start getting back and like I said like that one place whatever it's called what was the name of that Chinese? Marimoto. No, no, the uh, not the restaurant, the uh, clothing store. The uh, oh, sorry. Uniqlo. You, what's it called? You Uniqlo. Know. You, Uniqlo. Uniqlo. That it's called? Japanese. Japanese. Chinese. Yeah. I, what do I know? They have one um, in Boston, too. Uh, you know, parts of places are closed. They don't have everything there, so I'm. Um, you know. Uniqlo was not closed when I was there in the summer. Um, I know one of the things that I'm really, really looking forward to is the Drawn to Life um, Cirque du Soleil. Mm. So going to do that next week. Can't, Can't wait. Do it. Can't do it. Can't do it? Why not? I, it's the same problem that I have with um, Broadway shows and stuff. Um, I get really nervous that something is going to go wrong. 
uh, with a performance and I get that anxiety of feeling like if they get their part wrong or if they mess up a line or something like now, meanwhile, they could care less. I'm sure these actors are just like, whatever. But the fact that, that people are going to be doing like stunts and stuff like that live, I freaks me out. I'd be like, I'd be on the edge of my seat the whole time, Hmm. like with anxiety. So like I've gone, like I've gone to plays or musicals, um, just like we went like a month after we went to wicked, like a month after the actress who played, um, I forget the name of the green witch, but, um, um, she actually, they opened up, like she's supposed to go up in a, a, the smoke is supposed to kick in and she goes through a trap door on the stage and the person running it made it miss the cue or something like that and opened it early and the actress broke her collarbone. So we had gone like soon after I was nervous the whole show that somebody was going to get hurt. Um, I went to go see Les Mis and there's a scene where the kid throws a bag up over the parapet and it's supposed to go over and save the day or whatever. Like he dies and his last thing is throwing it over and the kid, he didn't get the bag over and everybody in the audience was like, Oh, and I felt so bad. I couldn't even concentrate on the rest of the, the show because I felt so bad for that kid. Um, so yeah, I have a hard time with live shows. So like Hamilton was great for me because I could watch it on Disney Plus and know that the <laughs> performances were going to be perfect. So, um, oh my God, I you know I've said before, I only went to well Cirque du Soleil, the old one, and then um, in Las Vegas I went to the Beatles Love, which I could see a hundred times and see it again and again. So I can't wait, and I've watched the little special on how they're making Drawn to Life. So I'm excited. It's gonna be about interesting. That. You're gonna spend more time down there than you will at the parks this time. That's what the summer was like. Was that it? was always that was the go-to place. Yeah, it's the go-to place. So yeah, I mean, I didn't find it very busy when I was there either. For most of the time we were there during the day. I don't know about you guys. Um, I mean, it was fairly. I mean, it had some business going on. There was a lot of 50th anniversary stuff, so I think there were a lot of people searching out, especially at the at the Disney store. Um, There's also a lot of live music at night, which I think is really fun. Yeah, it's definitely Um, like a party atmosphere at night. mm -hmm. Um, And it's so interesting too, because like you'll you'll be walking and like 50 feet go by, and you'll hear the change in music. It'll be one band playing like reggae, and then you're into the next one, and they're they're playing you know rhythm and blues, and you're like, wait, what's going on here? So, but it doesn't always seem to overlap. You reminded me, it's there's the left-handed store that's there too. What is the left-handed store? I don't know. You sent me a picture. There's a left-handed store there. Oh, there was a shirt uh, a there. Little, it, was, it just no. There's it, a whole booth, a left-handed oh, yeah, booth. It, it was right by the. It, right, the, it was the right by the Christmas Star Wars store. training post. Is the that Christmas where, store. Yeah. yeah, it's near the the pin place. Right. Yeah. I, I see. I thought Star Wars trading post, which is over there, Goofy's Candy Company. It's like right there. There was just a couple little, uh, things there. What was it? What was it called? What remember. else, Mike? What do you like? Giardelli's. Yeah. Lego store. I don't think I, oh, we've been in the Lego store once. It, it was kind of. Oh, I've been in the Lego line, store yeah. many times. <laughs> one of the things I wanted to point out was that I've I've been down Disney Springs during Christmas time. And I'll tell you, it was just uh, a joy to walk around. There's so much Christmas spirit. There's all kinds of entertainment going on, especially at night. What uh, about the tree? Isn't there a tree trail? There's the Christmas tree lane, which yeah. is at the far end near the um, near uh, the far end where the Earl of Sandwiches. Uh, so there is a huge 
uh, area that is dedicated to different Disney themes. So you could walk up to a tree and it's Beauty and the Beast. You walk up to another tree and it's all Tinkerbell. You walk up to another tree and it's Lion King. And it's, hmm. it's around Christmas time. But I, I, I'll tell you, it's really a great place to be down to, to just get that Christmas spirit. It's, they really, really have done a great job. I mean, it used to be downtown Disney, but I'll tell you, I don't know if I could have done a better job of yeah. designing it. When they first announced what they were doing, I thought they were just making a glorified mall. And I was just like, who wants to go there? Like, cause I remember, remember it used to be like a nightclub scene and you had to show ID or something like it to get over the bridge, to get into it. And, and now it's just, it's, you know, a much more inclusive place. I, I enjoy it. Are you going to go Mike this time around to go Bibbidi Bobbidi boutique and get a nice princess haircut? <laughs> I don't know. I might, depending upon how I feel. It's just, uh, <laughs> Michelle's like, of course you are. Yeah. Uh, the, 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 the world of Disney, they, they really, um, change that quite a bit and i think it's more open now uh before it was a little uh tough to move from one section to the other but now i actually liked um, it better before like the theming i like better but yeah i just don't have the patience to i don't know i'm not really interested in buying stuff well they did they did uh shorten the uh once upon a once upon a toy is it once upon a toy Mm -hmm, yeah they they cut it in half yeah but i mean i think it's it's a great it's a great place to go. Uh, they have special things once in a while. They have uh, that one Christmas that I remember they had the drones at night along the water side. They had a drone show and they would, I, I, it's hard to describe what they do with those drones, but it was uh, amazing. And I'm looking forward to the next one. Um, it's just, a, it's the fifth gate. It is. Yeah. I will say my, my son Jeremy is very disappointed that the Nike store is gone, the Michael Jordan Nike store. Uh, he used to he we got him a nice pair of sneakers there once he was in heaven. It was like his Where was that? I don't remember that. Uh, it was over by oh, I think it was over by the polite pig in that little side oh, corridor. Okay. Like I think it was it's it's where Lululemon is now, or at least in that area. Um, right across from Uniqlo or whatever you call that place. Yeah. So Mike, are you gonna talk about the MBA experience? <laughs> so uh, I don't recall it. So where Disney Quest used to be, yep. uh, there was a establishment opened up and it was called the NBA Experience. It was, I believe it was originally supposed to be put in Boardwalk where ESPN was, uh, but they decided they wanted to move it to Disney Springs. So apparently it opened and it was open only for a very short period of time. I don't recall. I, I remember checking on this a long time ago, but I, I think what happened was that every kind of activity that you could do in there besides purchasing this and that, I guess you could do some kind of basketball stuff in there. Apparently was not received really well and uh, they struggled. And so when we were there last summer, we, Oh, let's check this out. Went over to the door and it was closed, which surprised me, Chris, because one would think that if there was any time of the year where a store would benefit, would be summer. There would be more people around. Uh, but as far as I know, it's it's closed. I was just checking while we were talking to see if it um, 
is. I used to like Disney Quest. I used to like all the old time video games. That was fun. My kids were not well, Disney, too interested yeah. in it, but they it was it was great and it was innovative and and it just uh, unfortunately, you know. Have you gone on the balloon flight? Of course, I have not. I have. And it was awesome. It was really yeah. fun. Yeah, Liam and I went. I just go up and enjoyable. down. That's it. Yeah, just that's it. Yeah. Go up, look around. Kind of a fun view. I'd what does it, it cost? I don't even know what, what's like the. Do you remember offhand? Was it prohibitive so it was like or it was twenty dollars? Oh, so it was like really yeah. not much. Yeah, enough. it was. A, there was a DVC discount. No, it wasn't. Okay. It was a nice day. It was a nice view. Nice. Yeah, I would do that again. Yeah, we got to go back and do some more of these things the next time we go down. Yeah. I, yeah. Like I said, I think uh, the less we go with the kids, uh, yeah. the more my wife and I may just kind of see it as an opportunity to just spend time there and eat and go nuts and wait online for come to Miramoto with us. Look, I'd love to, like I'm, I'm trying to try new things, but if they have a, if they have a cheese board, my wife will be definitely in. Chris, uh, they do not have a cheese board. (laughs) I was just checking for those who are wondering, uh, the NBA experience is not listed as a shopping or play experience. It's permanently closed though, right? I, don't know if it's permanently closed, but it's I'm pretty not. sure it is. unless it's listed as a a play area and not a shop area. But um, hmm. I don't see it. Hmm. Um, I'm checking. Yeah, out. I haven't heard anything about it in so long. I don't even. I didn't even realize it was still even there. Where is it? Lo- where is it located? Where Disney Quest was. Where was Disney Quest located? No, where it was located. Across from House of Blues. Across from House oh, okay. of Blues. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. 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 Got I it. thought you just said you went there. Yeah, years okay, ago. So I don't here's when. here's the news. Here's the news from. Where, this is breaking news. August uh, August 2021. Just mm-hmm. two years after this is. I can't. I don't know who this source is. This is Spectrum News 13. Just two years after its debut, the NBA experience at Disney Springs is permanently closed. So. Oh, there you go. Yeah. But they have an M M&M and M store, so and a Coke that, store. That is oh, the M M&M and M store is pretty store. awesome. Yeah. Have you ever done that Coca Cola so. store? Go in there and they have all the, with the polar bears. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. On the top deck is really fun to yeah. hang out there. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's all the good cool. places. All right. Well, when you go down there again, you're gonna give me like a more of a an update on what you thought of uh, the whole place. Do you know where you're gonna be eating, or have you picked anything yet? Have you picked of any course, places? Have you picked course. any places in Disney Quest? Yes. Okay. Yes, of All right. So you have to give me the Splits, Splitsville. Of course. All right. Uh, Wolfgang Puck, Wayne Bar George. Of course. Good. Yeah. I gotta try Wolfgang Puck. I mean, I I thought it was just sort of like one of those, you know, chef kind of crapped out places where you know. It was awesome. It was okay. just like, ah, why didn't we go here earlier? Okay, I have to remember that. Yeah. I'm gonna... We don't have Slitsville. Oh. <gasps> yeah, you can bum, walk bum, in, bum. though. You can walk in for lunch. They they don't. We walked in, and we got a nice place, a nice spot. We didn't bowl or anything, so we just got a nice little table. And the waitress, it was like she was like our only waitress. Like, she was the bartender, and there was nobody at the bar, so she was just basically was our waitress. And she was great. She got that special margarita that was amazing oh it's it's you should try it because it's got it's dole whip based 
that's too sweet for me. Well, Mike would love it. Well, there is a, uh, for the uh, Flower and Garden Festival, there is one kiosk that has a Dole Whip with some kind of liqueur in it. So, I mean, they have it over at, uh, at the, uh, um, oh my God, uh, why did I just blank on the hotel? Uh, the Polynesian. Polynesian. The bar in the back there's got mm-hmm. it. Um, and actually, I, I will say, actually, we noticed it too when we were at Disney Springs. There were a bunch of kiosks with um, Dole Whips available with, with alcohol in there. So uh, keep on the lookout. So. It's a, it's a, you know, it's it's a very, very, very great. It's a great place to visit. There's so many things down there. It's not just a, a shopping mall. It's uh, restaurants and shopping, and you mm-hmm. can do things. The kids, all, all ages would love it. Um, I mm-hmm. think that, uh, you know, and it starts like what Michelle was talking about. It starts with that smart garage. I mean, they they really did whatever they could to make sure that the experience is something that you enjoy going while you're there and leaving. Yeah. Well, okay. So why don't we wrap it up there? But Mike, so um, for the next couple of weeks, do you want to give anybody a tease about what's coming up on the show? So, yeah. Um, my uh, my granddaughter is uh, going to go to Disney for the first time. Uh, this summer and uh, so I asked her what she's looking forward to seeing and one of the things she said was Pirates of the Caribbean so I decided that you know I was going to do a little little research I know a little bit about the pirates but uh, I wanted to uh, find out uh, what kind of influences uh, actually played a part in uh, putting that attraction together and I'm coming across some very interesting things so going to put something together we'll probably have it for next week on the history of Pirates of the Caribbean. And uh, then I'm also looking because I am really curious about, um, you know, how the daytime parade is going to come about in Magic Kingdom. It's been a long time since we've had a daytime parade. I'm going to look into the history of daytime parades at Walt Disney World and see if I can put together something that would really be interesting to everybody listening. Cool. And then obviously followed up by a big trip review when you get back and we'll mm-hmm. hear about how you ate everywhere. And Michelle had an unbelievable burger, whatever it's called. Impossible burger. Impossible burger. burger. Yes. No, mm. we're not going there. <laughs> All right. Well, have a safe trip and enjoy. Uh, so that's going to wrap it up for us on this episode of Mickey Miles and more. If you want to reach out to us, send us a message on Twitter at Mickey Miles Pod. For Dr. Michelle scribner McLean, the Dean of Disney, Mike Scopa, I'm Chris Eliopoulos, and we'll see you on the road in the parks. We hope you enjoyed listening to today's episode of the Mickey Miles and More podcast. For all of us here at the Mickey Miles and More podcast, this is Rick Gray saying thanks for listening and all your support. And until next time, we'll see you on the road.